0: All right. Yes. Hi. Hello. This is whole seven yards.
1: All seven. Whole ten yards.
0: Not really. No. No. So, yeah.
1: You're in the right place, everybody. Don't worry. Yeah. We're in for you. Sorry.
0: No, yeah. Yeah. And we have much fun and rapture um, going on. Sounds like it. With money idioms. Cash money. Money Cash idiom. Money. Cash money?
1: I mean, that's what it says, but yeah. money is fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wonder about that. I mean, you, 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 credit isn't the same, right? We wouldn't use some of these? No, right? No.
1: <sighs> probably not. Yeah, no.
0: It's all about the tangible... Folding
1: uh, papers. And
0: and coinage.
1: And coinage, exactly.
0: Yeah, So, I will start us off, if you don't mind. I
1: don't mind one bit. It's going to be great. What do you have for us today?
0: I mean, I have bread.
1: Ah, let's get that bread. Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, now, it's funny. We just know what we know. So, I personally, you know, you think of this as being like... um, I don't know. It seems like you know from shows or movies you watch from the seventies or something or sixties, right? People, right? Yeah, said okay. bread a lot. Yeah, I hear you. Remember, like, um, who's that? What's that? Robert Blake show? Beretta? They were always talking <laughs> like about, about bread. Yeah, they so, yeah, had terms like that.
1: It was a slang term yeah. about a certain time in history. Right. Yeah.
0: But my point is. All right. Our time is not the only time, and we always forget that. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so here, so the old English dictionary uh, word for what we think of as bread is h l a f, hlof. Okay. Which became loaf. There we are. I know. Nice. Now that's old.
1: Yeah, it sounds old.
0: So by the end of the first millennium, there, yeah, they actually add uh, bread as a word,
1: secondary to loaf. Yeah,
0: it, yeah, yeah. Okay. It can it, it, Right. So it basically being, uh, you know, a well-known food uh, prepared by making, uh, you know, flour and uh, and water and mucking with it a little bit,
1: yeast and salt.
0: Yeah, yeast.
1: Yeah. So That's all you need.
0: So that that was all well and good, you know. It it meant what it meant. You make you put some flour and you make the make the bread. Yeah. But you know, some seven eight hundred years later, we see it uh, as uh, as having evolved somewhat. In uh, Robinson Crusoe, there okay. is uh, our fellow Daniel Defoe says, "I was under no necessity of seeking my bread," and in the context of He's meaning livelihood, yeah. so it's okay. sustenance, you know. Oh, okay. Right, you're
1: right. Something in the way of you getting food. Yeah. Okay, I hear you.
0: So people interchange it and, and use it somewhat that way, and then it, it it peters out for a while, and then you have our, our fellow uh, Lester Young. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Really? So 1930s Lester Young, yeah. he played a what? A saxophone? Yeah. So you get your Lester Young playing the saxophone in the 30s, and you have some jazz musicians attributing a number of phrases, probably incorrectly, to Lester. Yeah. But he fancied himself um, someone who also proliferated new hipster phrasing. Uh, Mm -hmm. So our current day hipsters aren't the first hipsters.
1: (laughs) No, no, that was the thing before.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They attribute the use of cool to him, but I I didn't do my research on that, but I just I, I got to doubt that, but I don't know. I have no idea yet. Yeah. Um, and a few others, he, he gave Billie Holiday a nickname and yada, yada, yada. Nice. But this fellow, uh, Phil Schapp says, uh, you call up Lester Young for a gig and he'd say, okay, how does the bread smell? <laughs> <clears throat> so nice. He, I mean, uh, maybe he came to it on his own <laughs> volition, or somewhere as a kid he heard it as bread and then in his in his cool jazz lifestyle way, yeah, you know, played with a a little bit. How does it smell? Is a new like flip that. on it, you nice. know?
1: Yeah.
0: So that's mid '30s, but you know, I'll, I'll remind you that you know we saw mid 19th century people basically using bread for money. Yeah. So it, it, slid away and came back, uh, because there's also, um, an issue of downbeat magazine, 1952, uh, where, uh, in 1952, where, uh, Dizzy Gillespie had said, uh, you know, if I had, if I had some bread, I'd, I'd start a, a big band again. Yeah. Um, and there were plenty of people who thought, oh, oh Dizzy started that. Right. But no, I mean, it's it just keeps, it's been around for a long time. It just keeps re...
1: Popping up in jazz. I like to see that. I love hearing Lester Young.
0: So, yeah, I keep taking you back and forth. You know, 18, 1851, because these are intertwined. You can't, can I say that? Yeah, I'm going for it. You can't really... <laughs> You can't have one without the other, um, dough. I mean, they 1851 mm-hmm. uh, Oxford English Dictionary printed "dough" as a slang term for money. Okay. So yeah. that using bread or dough for money um, is old. And I'll do you one more better old that you'll with really the e at like. The end. Old day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some Cockney rhyming oh. slang. Ooh.
1: Boy, nice. What do you got?
0: Well, I mean, this one's a little more, uh, you know, <laughs> but um, they would use the term bread and honey, okay, was used instead of money,
1: right? Okay, okay, sure, we know that makes sense,
0: we know it makes sense
1: because that's that's how it works.
0: But so, uh, bottom line <laughs> being, bottom line, you got to have bread to eat, yeah. so if you're making. You're living, you're making your money, you're making your bread. And it is no more difficult than that. Don't make it any more difficult, people. No, we're
1: making it more difficult on ourselves. Yeah, just
0: take the legs off, get get the the cushions cushions off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's going to work out great for all of us now going forward. Making that bread. Yeah. Nice. So what do you have?
1: Uh, I have the term Benjamins. Sure. Which we use as slang for the $100 bill. We do. And it may come as no shock to anybody that the reason we call them that is because Ben Franklin is on the face of it.
0: I'm without shock over here.
1: Right. I would imagine anybody would be without shock if they saw the money and knew who Ben Franklin was. They'd be like, oh, that makes sense. hmm But would you like to know why Ben Franklin is on the $100 bill?
0: Well, I might.
1: Well, according to the U.S. Treasury... We don't know
0: Somebody has to know Somebody
1: has to know for sure But the official Again the, the, the website says The basic face and back designs Of all denominations of our paper currency In circulation today Were selected in 1928 Although they were modified to improve security Against counterfeiting starting in 1996 Unfortunately however Our records do not suggest why certain presidents And statesmen were chosen for specific domina- Denominations Duh, I got through that whole quote yeah, whatever. Um, But if you keep on reading, it also says that the U.S. Secretary of the Treasury gets final approval on on the designs of the money unless specified by an act of Congress. So Ben Franklin appeared on the $100 bill for the first time in
0: 1914.
1: Wow. Yeah. And the U.S. Secretary of the Treasury was William G. McAdoo under the uh, Woodrow Wilson administration. And it seems like a solid place to start uh, and assume that Mr. McAdoo oversaw the process, at least oversaw the process of putting Franklin on the bill, even if he didn't choose him himself. But Mr. McAdoo had a predecessor, as you would, uh, who was (laughs) named Franklin McVeigh, or something like that. Um, perhaps Mr. Franklin McVeigh wanted to solidify a Franklin touch on a hundred dollar bill, and decided to choose the president that was named similarly. This is all just me making stuff up, guys. They named Don't the look.
0: mint after this fellow Franklin,
1: and that's some good trivia. <laughs> wow, that would have been fun to see. I didn't. I just I just looked up the treasur- U.S. Secretary of Treasury. He's like a list of them, but I didn't actually dive deep on them. But dang it. Yeah, so mm, the answer is it was chosen by a U.S. Secretary of the Treasury uh, or an act of Congress. We don't know specifically, or they won't tell us why.
0: (laughs) That seems rude.
1: Yeah, we have a, yeah, there's a bunch of bills that aren't in circulation. There's a $10,000 bill.
0: I've only ever... I saw a $1,000 bill... There's a $1,000 bill. Once. There's a
1: $500 bill, yeah, that we don't circulate. We just have them.
0: I was checking into the Intercontinental Hotels in New York City some many years ago. Yes. And a fellow next to me pulled one uh, out of his wallet. I stared at it. A what? It was was an American $1,000 bill. What? I swear. Wow. But uh, I... M- maybe I-, I was on uh, hallucinogenics.
1: I didn't write down which ones were circulated and which ones have what face on them. Although I did read it, but my brain has let it go. What was what? I feel like Taft was on the thousand or something.
0: But anyway, back uh, to Benjamin.
1: Yeah, uh, it's because he's on the he's on the face of the bill. The Benjamin Benjamin yeah. Franklin, as the Benjamin we're referring to. On the front of the $100 bill.
0: And we don't know why. I mean, we know kind of why. I mean, partially.
1: Legislature, bureaucracy is probably the, the best answer. I mean, he was an important founding father.
0: What, with the electricity and all? <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah. Lots of stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Remember, I read his biography. Yeah, you did. Autobiography. And, and the first half was very very engaging and well written. Then he took like twenty five years off or something, and the war happened. And then the writing in the second half was really just let's get this done. It wasn't enjoyable at all.
1: Got stuff to do. Yeah, I founding just, a fledgling country.
0: He was tired or something. <laughs> right,
1: inventing the bifocal and the stove.
0: All those things.
1: But yeah, uh, I I got nothing fun. I got bonus if you guys. I've heard of the phrase, make it rain. Yeah. That's throwing paper money in the air so that it showers down on someone, especially a stripper who is performing. You do it, that with Benjamins.
0: Oh, if you do it with Benjamins, you, you got some money to... Th-
1: that's the point.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I mean, and that's the point. The overall point of making it rain is to show off the the stacks. So, I've, I mean, if you're raining ben, Benjamins...
0: You got stuff to burn.
1: You are... Stack heavy,
0: or yeah, you just or you're dumb, or you're dumb,
1: <laughs> so yeah,
0: all right. So we had bread and we had Benjamin,
1: Benjamins,
0: and now we have Rebecca. Here she comes.
2: Support whole nine yards and make your life easier with Instacart online grocery shopping made simple. Instacart connects you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores in a single order. Products you love from local stores, hand-selected based on your preferences. Many items may be delivered in as little as an hour. Instacart helps to save you money on your favorite items and recommends new products that you might also love. Instacart, the most convenient way to shop. Whole 9 Yards is sponsored by the Roberto Clemente Museum. Located in a restored engine house in Pittsburgh's revitalized Lawrenceville neighborhood, the Clemente Museum is a showcase of the largest exhibited collection of baseball artifacts, works of art, literature, photographs, and memorabilia related to Roberto Clemente and his life in baseball. Shop the store for clothing and other items featuring the iconic 21 logo, and purchase tour tickets for the museum at clementemuseum.com. Enter promo code W9Y21 for a 10% discount on hats and tees. That's clementemuseum.com promo code W9Y21. Whole 9 Yards is sponsored by Big Science Music. Big Science Music is a can and one-show award-winning original music and sound boutique, providing scoring, sound design, radio, podcast, and audio post-production services for the advertising, film, and video industries. Big Science Music also offers ADR, casting, and project management. Big Science Music's reels, full capabilities, and more can be found at BigSciencemusic.com. That's BigSciencemusic.com.
0: Those were some ads. I agree.
1: Ha. That little jingle on, on the way in, I sing it every time.
2: Ding,
0: ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. Yep,
1: every time. So. As you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're continuing with money. Yeah, and and so we Ray are are in the United States. We are here, and so uh, we don't call our money Bob.
1: No, not specifically.
0: No, but our 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 friends in in the UK do. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm going to um explore this one to the best of my ability you know when I remember being in London Mm -hmm. and and being amazed at how many coins there were and to try to memorize these coins Mm -hmm. and some are really close and some have strange like amounts of sides that you say I could feel this one and this one's thicker they had one that feels really good in your hand it's really thick yeah you know. I mean, I was just starting to get good at it. You know, I could go to the newsstand and buy the paper in the morning and not be an idiot. I could give them the right amount.
1: I know what these are now.
0: Yeah. And then, yeah, then I had to start all over right. if you put me back there. And now I, I'm like, what?
1: What's that bendy one with the corners?
0: I assume they still have, you know, it's like seven or eight coins or something or ten. I don't know. There's a lot of damn coins.
1: Yeah. I've also found that.
0: So, uh, usage of bob mm-hmm. for a shilling oh okay well this was, it dates back to uh 1700s mhm okay okay this is what i'm what i've i've uh, ascertained um, but it is doubly confusing for me as a um as an american mm-hmm. because a lot of the uh, explanations for bob in etymological research all all bring up this issue of um the transition of the british uh, money under decimalization decimal day decimalization Mm -hmm. so i guess you know not dissimilar to the roots of our system in gold they had, you know, the British pound was based, you know, that pound was worth a pound of silver, whatever pound of silver was worth. But then, you know, as, as things go along and silver becomes increasingly more valuable, I guess you tone that down and go, hey, hey, no, you're not worth that, that piece of paper. <laughs> so you start cutting things up. So they did indeed do that. And so you had early um, 1800s. Um, it was cut into, a pound was cut into 20 shillings, and then uh, w- they were divided into 12 pence. <laughs> See what I mean?
1: I do. So I, it I, really I,
0: gets down there. Yes. And then, so what What was, What was? were they based on? Um, they eventually became based on copper value and, and not silver, but they, it, it didn't take a smooth ride there. It was based on a lot of other metals and stuff along the way. And you know you also have bit bits another one. Mm-hmm. You know so as an American listening to this stuff I think of a bit is go- is like um you know a quarter or something but at the same time I know somewhere two, well, two bits, bits is, is, a is a quarter. Right. Yeah, two bits is a quarter. Right. And that'll also get you apparently a shave and a haircut. But <laughs> I. I Just a quarter. Really? I mean, that was a good deal there. Yeah. Yeah. A bit was unfortunately a slang for almost any coin. Oh. That was um, denominated in pence. Okay. So you have a penny, you have a three pence, you have a six pence, which are a quarter and a half shilling, respectively. So, I mean, it gets mind boggling for me. You know, we have a penny, we have a nickel, we have a dime, we have a quarter. Now we used to have a fifty-cent piece. We probably still do, but nobody has them. No one, they don't want you to have. Nobody uses that. They're not in
1: circulation. Yeah. Right. Or main usage, but no, I've seen some fifty-centers.
0: And even a, a a dollar coin, we have tried to get people to use, and people just refuse to use a dollar coin. We've it's tried heavy. Several times. It has a good feeling, though.
1: I get it. But, I mean, you know, same thing. Paper is lighter, easier to yeah.
0: carry. Well, that one on. that we tried, that Susan B. It was too close to a quarter, I think, you know? That they one, didn't
1: want to make it big. I mean, the 50-cent piece is enormous.
0: It's, so so what they needed to that do that was big, make like, it just thicker, like that one British coin that felt really good. It was something between a nickel and a quarter size, but it was thick. Like you just really wanted to hold it and scrape two of them together in your pocket, you know. It felt like you had some money with you. So from you know, from a money standpoint, when the when the pound equaled a pound of silver, yes, a pound sterling, you know, I, I, I think they still refer to it today, even though it's not really. It's uh, you know,
1: it's not right. There's it's no longer right.
0: You know, dollar for pound for pound and all, right. <laughs> So quite actually, uh, uh, the shilling portion of the pound, when it equ- when a pound equated a pound of silver, a shilling was not a small amount of money. You know that that was a nice hunk hunk of coin that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, so now what that pound is worth is is a lot less technically as it equates to silver. The shilling therefore the bob is worth a lot less too. So you you can't. Really, uh, buy much with it, but that doesn't help our conundrum no, at all, at all, just yet. So the the sad truth of it, after after that run through, <laughs> is that it is also unknowable, unknowable, or as they like to say, they and they really like to say this, you know, they they the subject of great debate. <laughs> So that's a good one. Yeah, but I mean, you're not really saying anything. No. Here's the thing, though, in from the 16th to the 19th century, "bobby" b a w b e e was slang for a half penny. Hmm. I know. So you go. Well, why isn't that it? Mm-hmm. Well, why right. why isn't that it? Indeed, and it it's obviously a favorite mm-hmm. of of uh, yours truly because. Bobby, Bob.
1: Yeah, it's right. You're there. You're already there, man. We're here, people. Why fight it? Why just let it go?
0: But there is a contingent of folk who fight tooth and nail that, uh, without any reference material to back it up, but then neither do the Bobby contingent (laughs) have. Sure. uh, That a set of changes rung on church bells was called a bob. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: And... Further, there's an old Germanic word "skell" that seems to be the origin of the word "shilling," and "skell" means ring. So you ring out your bob. <laughs> Basically, you skell your bob.
1: That is uh... so,
0: and that those that is fractions and derivations of that church ringing, and then what you would play on it would be your 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 scale, your shilling, and you'd scale the bob, you'd <laughs> shilling the bob. And, and people are adamant that that is it. Um, but this Bobby is just looking really good. Uh, B-A-W-B-E-E. It meant a half penny. Come on, people, make the jump. <laughs> I'm going with Bobby, and that's the final word.
1: Darn your evidence. Yeah. All right.
0: And what do you have, Ray?
1: Well, I, too, have a uh, British phrase. You don't say. I don't I do say. Uh-huh. Uh and you gave most of it up already, so ah, I don't know. So it's a part of it. Uh my phrase is or word is quid.
0: And funny I didn't come across quid a lot. I there, didn't did I?
1: come across the word bob.
0: Well, there you go. Either,
1: which Bob's is crazy because I have shilling all over the place over here.
0: Look at that. Yeah.
1: Uh quid is a reference to uh one pound sterling, which you kind of already said, it was made up of smaller pieces. Uh, this dates back to 1775. These silver pence, or pennies, uh, you get 12 pence and you have a shilling, and you have 20 shillings, and you have a pound. As 24, uh, 240 silver pennies weighed one pound. Yeah. And so it was pretty nice, like a real system.
0: I can Yeah, weighted system.
1: Yeah. Um so the I mean there's some thoughts again about where this came from but again no one has a specific answer
0: nothing (laughs) nothing quid
1: I mean a lot of the theory points to quid pro quo Latin uh, something for something and money would be something you could exchange for something so literally a Latin phrase I mean it's not that far off as pound is Latin The you know
0: I Wait. made a shirt for you. Right. Now you give me something. Right. Okay.
1: I, guess, I mean, yeah, something for something. Quid pro quo is one of the theories. The The strongest supported theory, it seems like.
0: Nice. Came out of the gate with the strongest.
1: Yeah, there's other ones that are less, you know.
0: Substantive.
1: Because like, like we said, we, we spoke of Decimal Day, which was uh, when England... Decimalized their currency, I guess. Uh, 15th February 1971, they went from the 240 pieces of silver pence equaling a pound to 100 pence equaling a pound.
0: Decimalization, decimalization.
1: Yeah, and the word quintal is 100 base units, and people say, well, it's from that, but that, I mean, that's 1971. And quid, yeah, no quid's been around since the it seems like middle 1600s. So yeah. that's that's a that's, big false. Yeah. Um. So it's uh, some learned people think that it may have uh, come from the Italian word scudo, which means coin.
0: I don't see the correlation. Scudo,
1: quid, squido. I mean, they, you know, I, I don't speak Italian, but it, it could be it could be pronounced. Kind of like quid, maybe, cool. squid? I don't know, like squid? Right. there's a Gaelic uh, possible origin. Also, the I mean, it looks like it says chud, but it's C-U- C-H-U-I-D. so it could be like a quid, uh, quid, you know, something like that. Gaelic. Mm. Another origin uh, says possibly from the town of Quidhampton, a village in Wiltshire, England. Uh, At the time, it was home to the Royal Mint Paper Mill. So theories are that it's possible that any paper money that was made at the mill might have been called a quid based on the town that it was in.
0: like maybe some of that. Yeah, it's like... People do that stuff. It
1: has some roots, but I think it's older than that. It's what I think it sounds like.
0: The, the use using quid is older than that mill This being village, there. it sounds like, or that right milk. around
1: the same time, yeah. I see, right around. Right around makes it, yeah, plausible. Mm.
0: It sounds
1: like this has been around for yeah, middle sixteen hundreds. The mighty quid. <laughs> the mighty quid. Uh, as of this recording, one U.S. dollar is equal to one thirty-three quid.
0: As of this. Recording. As of this recording. Yeah.
1: Yeah as of this recording. Well,
0: that's some nice little trivia yeah. you winged in there. I just,
1: you know, I got to flesh it out a little bit. Because, yeah, we had a little bit of, the, of overlap in that one with the shillings and the pence.
0: Yeah, I didn't, yeah. No, it's
1: that's how it works.
0: Well, it's good that we kept them together. Yeah. Even though we didn't know. We didn't know. No. No.
1: Though so I was listening. I'm like, oh, what am I oh, going to say? he's giving away no, my what, thing.
0: What am I going to say? You know, it's all just as good. It is. And so... Did I say? No. Did we say the? Food, I don't the, think. So the our, especially this week. Yeah. Our our friends in the UK write us. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> sorry about this. But yes. Whole
0: nine yards pod. At. Huh, <laughs> at whole nine yards pod. That is Instagram or Twitter. Number. Tweet nine. us. Yes. I G us. Uh, Facebook's whole nine yard podcast. And um, join, you know, say, ah, follow. And we'll put things up that are fun and, and joyful. Yes. And But uh, but write in, and we will um, really uh, like that. <laughs>
1: Indeed. So I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. And we're, we're not, not idiots. Oh, that was nice.
2: Whole Nine Yards is written, recorded, and produced by Big Science Pods. Learn more at whole9yards.org or contact Whole 9 Yards by emailing heyu at whole9yards.org. That's heyu at whole number 9 yards.org. Whole 9 Yards theme music composed by Big Science Music.